You are listening to Moments of Clarity, Journeys with EQ by Six Seconds Europe. Six Seconds is a global nonprofit dedicated to growing emotional intelligence worldwide. Our work involves supporting individuals, teams, and organizations to develop and practice emotional intelligence to help increase personal and organizational effectiveness. You're very welcome to the Six Seconds Moment of Clarity podcast, where every Wednesday we ask a special guest about three moments in their life where they made a change. We have a great one today with Abdullah Velu from Albania. So tell us, Abdullah, where are you now? I'm, I'm living in Tirana, Albania. Mm-hmm. So I'm a father of three children. My daughter, Anna, is 16 and my twins, Alex and Noemi, are four years old. And uh, my origin actually is from, um, from uh, Presheva, a uh, place in Serbia with Albanians. Then I lived there 18 years till the high school. I moved in Albania for studies in veterinary university. Then I went back in Kosovo, like a middle third little country there for, for work, for a job, you know, because my hometown was a small and not very many opportunities to work. Then I lived there with my wife. My wife is from Albania, but she moved. She did the sacrifice to, for love and she came in, in, in Kosovo. And then my daughter, first daughter was born there. We lived there seven years. I've been, how to say, I consider myself lucky also to, 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 to work in many industries actually. Um, different sectors, banking, uh, international development, uh, construction, um, I did also, I'm a certified uh, health and safety in construction, American uh, OSHA. And uh, in all these environments, uh, I, will, I, I paid always attention to emotions somehow, really. And that's why I was very happy when uh, I, I learned about six seconds and, and, and say model. Are you unusual in Albania? To, to have this interest in the power of emotions you you are right very good question it's 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 unusual it's considered unusual uh because also maybe the culture that we sometimes discuss in our meetings as you know that uh, the culture pay pay important um, part uh, in emotional intelligence in general uh in my culture, for example, I remember, and I always take an example also in my trainings, like I remember that my father was not that emotional, emotional literacy, let's say like one of the first competencies, you know, yourself part is the emotional literacy was not that developed. And, but we still know that it's, research is done in male and female, males are not that, um, how to say, increased that part. But still uh, males are considered here like, uh, don't talk so much about emotions, more the body language, more the more the the face and so on, whatever, but not not concretely with emotions. And then personally, I realized that without naming emotions, we, we really don't know where we go, where we are, where the boat are sending us, because how could we really pretend to know somebody else's? Like it could be a wife or children or friend or colleague to how he knows Imagine what credit we give to ourselves to pretend somebody also insists that they know how you feel. That's not, not okay. And 
when you when when you know in meantime that you don't know what you feel when you name it, when you don't name it i actually use only these for like say elementary emotions you, you you are you are you are afraid or angry or happy these four or we switch like from good to bad uh, but there is insecurity a feeling of being insecure uncertain and so so many words word feelings that i i, I learned to, to express myself and really I, I i i that helped me also to create better relationships because as we say i go back again emotions are contagious when somebody sees that you you name it you somehow encourage them to to name themselves and uh, since the very first time, I remember that I, I always have good positive feedback from everybody. No matter that in the beginning, like, oh, yeah, as you said, it's, a, it's unusual. It's still a new concept that, you know, it's 20-something years. There are some in psychology, some students that contact me, they say, yeah, but we only superficially, we, 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 we learn something about emotional intelligence, but not so much in depth. So fortunately, now it's in curriculum as well. But of course, I, uh, my dream is to, to have it to have it in uh, social emotional learning from the from the elementary schools. Actually, it needs a uh, huge reforms everywhere, of course. But uh, we need we need to, as my mom used to say, we need to to educate um, heart and 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 mind of, of of children, not only the mind. So. Uh, I, when I do mostly volunteer activities with children, you see how uh, how emotions, the power of emotions, how everybody gets uh, interested to, to to listen to other people when they share something personal or talk about emotions. I remember one feedback from one teacher that she said, "I never had so much engaged and interested children. You know, they've been they've been in fifth grade in elementary school." And she said, even when we have a, like a free time or um, to, to, to play, they never been so much engaged because uh, that's the power of emotions actually when, when we try to, when we, when we start to share. And also there are very good tools that you, as you know, we have a pop-up festival in six seconds. And for me, that's it's incredible, uh, useful and uh, platform that we use mainly on, on that 20th November, the Universal Children's Day, but of course it's open for, for every day. So I try to promote it with any case that I have, any occasion that I have, because there are so many activities for adults, for children, for all these competencies of emotional intelligence. Because as you know, from games, we, we learn a lot but not necessarily sports, but also there are kind of a games of um, emotional intelligence that we we start to, to learn new concepts from wrong or right. You know, also even me, when I learned that it's not to, to say strengths or weaknesses, it's very, we, we, we say it very, uh, how to say very, uh, without thinking too much to say to somebody it's a weakness, but we have to be careful because somebody's weakness can save our life, I say it's one day. Because we say like a weakness, if it's somebody uh, demonstrates more fear, it's more cautious, uh, it's not wrong, you know? So in that direction, we, we, we try to distinguish from not being right and wrong, but right and different. That's one of the games that I, I, I like to, yeah. to, to, to use. And, and what do you work as, Abdullah? Uh, for example, I, I, I studied veterinary. I'm a veterinarian doctor as my 
and then I continue to study. I'm uh, also I finished uh, studies uh, of astrology uh, in American Federation of Astrologers, only due for for uh, for how to say for knowing myself. That was idea, because I was always uh, uh, attracted or intrigued by the by this uh, issue, and uh, and then I was amazed like seven years ago or no six years ago when I, I i learned about the six seconds model and emotional intelligence in general when i saw that uh, more than know yourself there was this choose yourself and give yourself and then it was a uh, big aha for me like yeah let's let's see and then i i never stopped you know just following um, six seconds uh, since it's really for my opinion the biggest it's not only my opinion, but it's a fact. It's the biggest network, and it's uh, progressive studies. And and uh, as you know, every 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 new thing have different uh, uh, how to say different ways of uh, uh, of treating a subject. Or I always say, for example, when I as a veterinarian, when I started to say I don't know, then I started to change because some of friends, you know, when you have a few beers or you just talk and say like. Hey, you're supposed to know everything in veterinary. And then I was struggling, you know, I was ashamed when I didn't know something. And just one day I said, no, I don't know. I went in Berlin and I saw there how they did a veterinary university. And uh, I, I, I realized that in our university, unfortunately, there, are, there were not so many funds and, 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 and things that needed to be labs and so on. And then I say, yeah, now I have to to say that I don't know something because some subjects we didn't do it at all. For example, for uh, we say like uh, uh, some uh, uh, wild animals, for example, we didn't do it at all. We've been surprised because it was huge clinic there for all kinds of animals there. And uh, meaning that uh, every subject, every, every discipline, uh, people think that when they finish the studies in one subject, like they are master of the subject and that it's like, not very pleasant for me. I try also to, to say to my daughter now, the teenager, that it's not the end when you finish something, it's not the end that you you are master of that subject. You have to be kind of a permanent student all your life to, to be open to new, new things, to accept different opinions. That's another thing that we need to, to learn from elementary school, because unfortunately, I don't know, in other societies, no matter that the world is looks so big, but sometimes it looks so small and uh, we have differences, but also so many things in similar. But in my community, for example, uh, the culture of debate, I don't think it's not in the level that it's supposed to be because uh, people get things serious, personal meaning, not serious. And what I learned from emotional intelligence studies, uh, it teaches us that we don't have to take things personally but just to respect the other people's opinion. And if we change our perspective, that's good for better. If not, then we say, I'm sorry, but it's not that convincing or whatever. And that's why also I'm not saying that I don't know. Also it's processed inside myself that I, I do it on a daily basis with, with every kind of interactions in relationship and communication that I have to face. From my childhood, I was always uh, intrigued for the importance of emotions in our life, why in certain moments people react differently. Somebody can smile, somebody can cry. And it was like a fog for me, but 
I always wanted uh, harmony and peace in, in, in family and in, with friends. Fortunately, I think I, I have, I had a positive childhood and with very good positive memories. Now, Della, you've got three great moments of clarity. So can you tell us about your first one? Another thing that I would like to share with you today is one uh, moment when a uh, uh, son of my aunt uh, died 20 years old in car accident. I was 14 and yet in you know, that time we've been very connected. I loved him very much and uh, he, uh, he somehow introduced me with Whitney Houston and that part remained, that piece remained always on my mind. And always when I, I was listening to Whitney, I, my, my, my cousin was on my mind and instinctively or whatever we can call it up today, I said, one day I will give a rose in the name of my cousin to Whitney. But I didn't realize, you know, that uh, in that time was travel barriers. I was living in ex-Yugoslavia, wars were occurring. And, but that was motivating me, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot. And all when my friends that? could so get asked actually. Wait, in when, in uh, 1989. Uh, and where, so where did you in say it was? In, in Pristina, in ex-Yugoslavia. Okay. I was living there because actually I live in, in Tirana, Albania with my family. But uh, 18 years, I, I, I lived in Presheva, a little, little town in South Serbia with Albanian majority. And... Uh, then I, I, the years were passing, you know, and that was that feeling, you know, the love that I, I had for my cousin and the uh, importance of connection. Uh, I, I, will, I will just try to be short in this regard, but I mean, in 1999, I went in Berlin and I went in one quartier that I didn't go before and I saw a poster of Whitney and I said to my friend, just go tell me if she, she was or she will, she will be she will perform and he he turned back and his face was like i couldn't i i i know it by heart now and i was afraid that she 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 had it but he said no and i say why you are worried but he, he said we will leave on first of september and she has a concert of fifth september and then i was amazing happy you know and of course you can imagine i i canceled the ticket flight ticket i came by stop stopping from berlin to tirana I went in her concert and uh, I gave her a rose. And actually, it was only only that rose that she she took that night. And she she thanked me and she sang the song, uh, "My Love Is Your Love." And I went back after to the grave of my uncle, my cousin, and I I confessed and I went to the car and opened the radio and it was a Whitney song and. And it was a message for me, you know, I, I sometimes I think like I would give everything just to have that connection again, but maybe my cousin was just letting me go. But I won't, I, I share very rarely actually this. I never shared my, 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 my dream to anyone, anyone absolutely to that moment when were tears appeared on my eyes when I was listening to Whitney, somebody could think that I, it was for a girl, but no, it was that feeling of my cousin. And, uh, and then I, I, I try to, to tell the story to young fellows during my training sometimes just to, to show that really the dreams come true because 
that was almost impossible like today to dream that I can go in Mars knowing the technology, but really living in a war zone, being 14 years old and having the dream constantly. And after 10 years, um, exactly 10 years, uh, the dream came true. So that's, that um, gave me huge energy. Then uh, I continue to, to believe, to believe that love and, and connection can, can, can do uh, positive things to, to the people and, uh, because as we know, emotions are contagious and what I learned from emotional intelligence and all these six seconds uh, curricula, very rich curriculum and trainings and uh, contagious, definitely. And uh, I try to be positive. Of course, it's not, as we say, one of the myths of uh, emotional intelligence is not to be always positive. It's not to be good or how to say kind, meaning that you have only to, to, to to, to identify emotions and to use them appropriately, appropriately on, on, on different circumstances. So that's it somehow, the first part of my journey, my life journey uh, with the knowledge, what was my idea of knowledge. So today I still, I'm kind of that, but I, I'm only focused in parasitology. I do studies in parasitology, but that is huge. And then I say also, I try to, to, to motivate my daughter to say that don't try to, to to be good, good in everything, you know, you can't be a good physician, good chemistry, good biologist, and so on. To to leave that pressure from her shoulders, to take some pressure, you know, from from her shoulders. Fortunately, I, my parents were teachers, especially my mom, and uh, she tried to 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 help me and to give me some some advices that I now remember and and try to 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 use them still. So the next moment of clarity is about a new job. Am I right in saying that? Yes. Yes, very well. Actually, that's connected with that experience of uh, the core experience, let's say from 20, when 25, when you, you finish the, 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 the university. Seven years I lived in Kosovo. That was a kind of transition there because in 2000, I finished my studies, but in 2000 was um, kind of a new country liberated um, Kosovo independence came after some years, but uh, the war finished in Kosovo. Kosovo had a very, very, uh, how to say, uh, difficult transition. Somehow I lived in one transition during my studies in Albania because of ending communism time. And and it, it still was, um, was, was a difficult transition for, in my opinion, but there was a, a lot of opportunities to work. I, 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 I changed some works all according to, uh, to how to say, to respect the contracts. I had really very good journey awards, but I, 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 I didn't hesitate to, to experiment somehow, to use different skills. Fortunately, I was trusted those works. And then I, I tried to learn every, 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 from everything, something, but I saw that everywhere emotions are there, you know? Emotions are in every, every, every work. Assumptions, security, insecurity, trust, how we build trust, how we build, how we communicate and so on. And all this somehow, it was like uh, under feeling or un unconsciously, I, I, I wanted to know what makes me happy, you know, what, what is my job, what I want to do. And once I say, when one of my, my job was in the industry of banking, and really, I, I, I still say that's not a profile for me, but I'm still happy that I realized what I don't, I don't want, what, what doesn't fulfill me. I was hired uh, as an as a agriculture loan officer in one bank, and 
there I've seen so many young people um, stressed, huge stress. And in my transition, while I was doing these three months of courses and integration, I said, no, this is not what I want. Then I said to my wife, you know, I had an offer actually to move in Albania, another country. And then I said to my wife, please go in your own town and see if you can find a job because we, we might move. And she was happy because she didn't. She wanted one day that I make that step, but it came in very spontaneously because I realized that that's not work for me. When I entered in that bank, everybody was saying like, oh, congratulations, you like work for life. And then I went to my superior. I said, I'm sorry, maybe I took a place for somebody and I, I, I took your time, but I wasted your time. But I really enjoyed this experience. It helped me a lot to clarify my mind because I know what, what, I, what is not for, right for me and this job is not right for me. And then he said, nah, don't worry, I, I wish you good luck. And then I moved in Albania because I was, I have to say, it, I was maybe young. Sometimes when we are young, we make this kind of strange decision to not see other words but I was really uh, I had that confidence that uh, I can even sell something on the street and and earn some money it was not a matter of money but it was a matter of of uh, happiness that I built with that with that work or with that money or whatever the status so I was not chasing the status actually I never chased up to today I never chased the status because I don't I think that's not uh, that creates our happiness happiness inside of us and uh, I went in Albania. It was again difficult transition because it didn't appear how, like I, how I was thinking in the very beginning, but I was very, very optimistic. And uh, one day I saw that po I, advertisement I went to, 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 to for a job. Uh, this, this is almost in the beginning when I was introduced to emotional intelligence somehow. And I saw this sticker there in main entrance of that international organization in Albania, uh, leave emotions behind this door you came to work. So I go there, mm. I passed the interviews, I was hired actually, just I go there with the um, director, international lady was from France, I think. And, and I just uh, was thinking long night that difficult decision, I needed the job, twins were coming on our life somehow. And I said, uh, I'm sorry, I can't accept this work because actually because of the sticker somehow there, because also my feeling was like an in interview, she, uh, she, it was a kind of remotely to, to travel somewhere and coming periodically to, to, to home. It was acceptable for me, you know, I, I did before also such a thing, but the feeling, the bottom feeling that they didn't give me that, that support and security that they, they will really help me. They support me that, and I said, if I really need to, to leave the job after three, four months, why I have to do it, you know? And I said also to this, to that lady, you know, I said, I'm sorry, but then now I said, I realized the meaning of that poster maybe in, the, in your main door. I'm sorry, I said that I see it, but I can't accept it because you didn't give me that, that support. I couldn't feel it, the support that, why I have to waste your time if I once wasted my time and, 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 and employee time. Well, I don't want to do it this, this time, I said, because in some months my wife will bring children and I think that will be uh, difficult for both of us when you have this approach to emotions and so on. 
and then it was it. I, I, I waited some other months and I, I, I find it a job that I'm still working, wow. like, a, like a permanent job, uh, main, because actually, as, as you said, as you, as you touched somehow the emotional intelligence and so on, uh, still in my country, it's not that, that much, uh, people are not that much aware, but I'm patient because maybe I will never do it like a full-time job because I can't survive economically because not so many individuals or companies invest and see the interest to invest in their in the, in the trainings or workshops in this uh, subject but it will come you know it, it it's a future definitely wanting or not so since that moment i i'm in this job that i really love i i still have that kind of a freedom autonomy because that was always important to me and uh, it's a startup actually but uh, i feel very comfortable here because there are no like a uh, time hours that you have to go to job, you have to report. You uh, you know you have the the uh, independence that uh, uh, because honestly, when I realized in the very beginning in my work journeys, I realized that we don't work permanently eight hours in any work. You know, I really don't know that. So always in these one hour thirty minutes that you have, we need to have these passions. We need to have something that really start uh, keeps motivating us. And, uh, but I'm still careful when I say this, because really sometimes maybe there are jobs that people sit there eight hours and they do something that it's very routine, finance guys, or I don't know. So I, I, I'm careful more because sometimes I said, oh, there is no job like that, you know, but no, I can hurt somebody when I say that, because also my wife works in the, in the government office somehow, and there is, uh, there is not so much free time that uh, these kind of institutions allow you to go and, and have a two hours training like I can do. When I manage my time, I can do, I can arrange uh, meetings and go to students and one hour. So unfortunately, some, some institution can't afford this. So I'm, I'm grateful and happy that uh, also my, my employee is trusting me in this way and helping so this was that moment of clearance also in my career. So always I, I, I try to share this, that um, uh, also in trainings that emotion, this example, the real life example, like emotions we can't take away in our work. Emotions are, are a crucial part of our life. There are our, um, uh, emotional mind and, 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 and a rational mind, as we know from Daniel Goldman's book, Emotional Intelligence. And still there are a lot of researches in, in neuroscience and emotions. We can't just keep them out of their door. We need to, to, to bring them openly in our, in, our, in our space where we live. Your last moment of clarity is one that I think a lot of people will relate to. Um, to do with smoking yeah actually uh, it's another uh, and now here I, I i i can i hope you find it interesting as a story because here is like how how emotional intelligence tools help me concretely because this happened after after a few years that i started to to after i was certified like assessor and practitioner meaning that you have i had some informations and i still keep learning but it really how to say strike me, uh, I was not so much aware about the, one of the very important competencies of emotional intelligence uh, under the give yourself comp uh, pillar in six seconds, that is empathy, increased empathy. I was not aware 
about self-empathy for them, you know, and that's why I thought that I was an empathetic guy, but no, I, 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 I have to say, if you don't love yourself, how you can love others? And I say, I always, I put arrows toward myself in so many cases. Otherwise, we are not very objective in our choices, in our decisions that we make. And then I was like, uh, in another, another uh, recognizing patterns, another from know, your, know yourself part, recognizing patterns and empathy helped me these two competencies to how to say like to 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 bring me out of that fog that i was for 20 years trust me you know because uh and also a feeling of shame in the meantime a shame toward my daughter because i said i was i was lying my daughter in the time i don't know how, how old anna was because i didn't want to smoke in front of her and so on you know and but I was not conscious about the smell that I have as a smoker, imagine. And uh, one night I said, yeah, you know, this is not, this is not the example that I want to, to give to my daughter. And uh, I just stopped, you know, like I never smoked. But still another competent, another, another example I want to bring you, the recognizing patterns, how it helped me. It helped me because I knew that I have a pattern that I quit smoking one year on my birthday and my brother was married on my birthday next year. So one year I didn't smoke, but then on that celebration, I said, yeah, let's start smoking because I'm tough enough, you know? And then I didn't stop for more than 10 years. Wow. So I had that pattern. I know that it's not that easy. I needed to have a more more significant meaning. And that was empathy for myself and uh, love for my daughter and my family and uh, uh, feeling of a shame, you know, and, and, and a legacy and all this combined and also pattern of my father that unfortunately he died for 50 year, 58 years old, but heavy smoker from a lung cancer. And honestly, I said, if I die tomorrow, my daughter need to know that the death is normal process of life because if we don't accept death, we can't really live clearly. That she needs to know that I didn't I didn't die from my being uh, selfish because really I consider that was like a daily suicide. I want when I want really to emphasize this to young fellows. I say, are you just conscious that you are really trying to kill yourself every day? But still, if they don't have it processed in their mind, they can just be a kind of a statement like, oh, that guy that shows us that he quit it. But really, to me, it makes it a lot of sense and. And now I'm happy today that, I don't know, you know, four or five years, I don't remember anymore any date and it's not important, but uh, I, I, I taste more more what I eat because it took me one year to, to, to get clean the sensors, trust me, because I didn't know that vegetables have a taste. I was just eating and drinking for, for sake of smoking after that. And that was not, not, not good, got not good uh, behavior. So... But this is really part of emotional intelligence tools that directly uh, clarified my mind and great achievement and and and, and, and achievement, yeah. Because otherwise, I, I could really go back like, oh, let's make some other other connections or other ways of, of quitting smoking. But uh, today, I I feel good that I did it and. Thanks to emotional intelligence tools, honestly, and uh, by sharing 
Another concept that we, we don't have time, but of course we will talk different occasions. It's a matter of uh, introverts and extroverts. I respect both concepts, both personality traits, but uh, I think introverts might miss only the power of connection, honestly, because the connection and sharing really can, can mostly I think can, can improve our lives for better because we have more, more stories, more things, more patterns that we can process rather than only very short, but still that's a debate. So I obviously I consider myself extrovert. I, I like um, connecting with people and sharing, and I'm also thankful to toward everybody who who do the same uh, when when we meet. We share Excellent. So there's one question that I ask everybody at the end, and it is: if you yeah. close your eyes and take four deep breaths, where would your happy place be, and why? I think and I believe uh, it's uh, it's inside of me. It's me uh, because external part of our senses, of our experiences, will always finish inside of our heart and mind. And there is the how to say the gravity of our of our happiness or how what we choose to be. So I always try to to find it inside myself and uh, being conscious that my state is contagious and if I'm not happy to see how I spread it, if I'm happy again to see how I spread it because somebody doesn't need my happiness in certain moments, even, even for this time I try to be aware. So definitely inside myself, uh, I, from my childhood I, I, I was always attracted about know yourself, knowing myself. And I keep, but I'm happy that I have another tools from emotional intelligence that is choose yourself, very, very strong, powerful, the capacity of uh, our choices in our life and to give ourselves the, the noble goals, the dreams. One was, was realized fortunately in my life, but I still keep dreaming and, and having these uh, goals that we call it noble just to have harmony and peace that is not maybe never achievable, but that drives me, that motivates me to, to have as, as much as possible in our, in our community. That is a gorgeous answer. Thank you so much, Abdullah. I really appreciate you um, doing that for us. Thank you very much. It's my huge pleasure, Fergal. Thank you for the opportunity. I hope you enjoyed our guest this week. I would ask that you please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that a new episode will appear in your library every week. I would also really appreciate if you could leave a rating and review so that others discover this podcast. For more information on emotional intelligence and how Six Seconds Europe can help you, please go to sixseconds.org EU. Take care and see you next week. You are listening to Moments of Clarity, Journeys with EQ by Six Seconds Europe.